This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Season 2, Episode 49 of the Fly the W670 Podcast. You can't spell Tyone without an L. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Crowley's talking to Frank Walker from the Miss Identities podcast. My next guest on Fly the W podcast should be a familiar face for those of you subscribed to the Scores YouTube channel. You've seen him around Wrigley Field. He is the host of the Mistaken Identity podcast. Frank Walker, how are you doing today, Frank? I am great and excited to be here with you on your podcast, which I love, by the way. Thank you, thank you. And 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 you know, you guys just kicked off season three. We're gonna get to talking about your podcast. But I want to know, Frank, for all the Cub fans that get to kind of bump into you and see you at Wrigley, how did you get have you always kind of been a baseball fan or a Cub fan? How did you get into working at Wrigley Field? Good question, because I was not. So I went to Lane Tech, which is down the street on Addison. I was 16 years old, and the Cubs had a booth uh, in our lunchroom. Uh, they were hiring ushers for the time, uh, for the summer. Uh, and I asked my mom, hey, can I just do this? She goes, you know, what do you know about the – we were a Bulls fan. They had won the championship back-to-back. I'm like, I'll just do that for one year. I mean, just, let me just try it one time. Um, that was 1994. Uh, I was an usher, and as you know, 2023, um, my first job is still my current job. Um, and I got hooked into it after being a reader for a while. Sammy Sosa was just amazing to me. Uh, Harry Carey and just the vibe and the atmosphere. And uh, I forgot about the Bulls that year. And next thing you know, it's all Cubs every day, all day. All day. And, and, and the fun thing is that, you know, you get to kind of be at the games and obviously you're working. I've seen you work, man. You're, you're going nonstop during a game, but you do get to catch moments of different ball games and kind of you're part of the crowd. You're part of the ambiance of Wrigley field. Yes. Uh, and, 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 and it's amazing because uh, no two days are ever um, the same. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. I never thought I'd be at a three hour rain delay over the weekend. And that's great people who were there from out of town um, but no two days are the same. You never know what you're going to get. People come from all over the world uh, to really feel. And uh, it's just an amazing place, amazing experience. And it's good to be a part of it. So you've been at Wrigley close what, 30 years now, you know? And so when you think about that, over that time, you've got to kind of see and meet and talk to a lot of different players. You mentioned Sammy. What other players to you have really kind of meant a lot to you during your time at Wrigley Field? Yes, and I did go to college and come back for a while, but I will say that Derek Lee, a uh, huge fan of Derek Lee, I got to uh, escort him during the Cubs convention. Um, such a big guy. I feel like he can play right now. He just looks like he can play still. Like he can still go. So Derek Lee. Um, and, of course, everybody knows me for Jason Hayward. More so, though, because I have a background in mentoring and working with young people, and Jason Hayward does that so uh, eloquently. I just, I just, I'm, I'm impressed with what he does off the field. Um, so Jason Hayward is probably the one everybody knows me for. 
but it is mostly because just the way he carried himself. He's a good role model for people like me, uh, my son as well. So uh, Jason Hayward is definitely up there. And, and, you know, another good guy that's for mentoring right now that has just impressed me just seeing him work with kids is Stro. Uh, just yes. got his all-star, all-star, um, he got selected the all-star team, but just watching what Stro's done with inner city youth and kind of coming out and giving, you know, giving his time, you know, I think, I think that's a big part of it too. And so when you talk all the guys that you mentioned, uh, you know, especially Derek Lee and Hayward and, and Stro, those are all guys that really do give back. Not all the guys are like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was at the uh, Club 400 event where he had the, the young people there. That he, I, think he, I think he ordered a bus for them and bought them all custom-made jerseys, I believe. And uh, it was just amazing to be a part of that experience. Uh, and to this day, he still reaches out to those kids. I believe it's the Lost Boys, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, Lost Space, yeah. Yeah, he still works with them. I mean, it's, it's genuine. It's true. And it's just cool to see. And, and the same thing with Hayward is he's never been a guy that has to like call the press out to watch him do this stuff. It's yeah. stuff they do on their own time, man. And when you play 162 games, that's really hard. Now with your podcast, with Mistaken Identity, you do kind of go behind the scenes. You know me, I, I love the employees of Wrigley, Wrigley Field. To me, they are a huge part of what makes the friendly confines friendly. And, and you bring a lot of them onto your show. Tell us a little bit about your uh, podcast, Mistaken Identity. Yeah, so it's Mistaken Identity Beyond the, the Ballpark. Uh, we talk more about the personal side of it. We don't discuss uh, baseball or business. Uh, that's up to the Cubs to do that. So we don't represent the Cubs. But a lot of people don't know that, you know, the usher that they see every day or the security guard that they see every day has a law degree or has three master's degrees. And, you know, uh, sometimes I'll be there and a person, a fan, uh, which is very, very rare. Most of the fans are great. But somebody, you know, I curse a person out. I'm like, my God, that's somebody's mom. That's somebody's, um, that's somebody's aunt or dad. Uh, so the podcast was designed, uh, it came out of COVID, by the way, but it was designed to look at the personal lives of the people that work at Wrigley Field and some of the players. We've had Andre Dawson on. Uh, I didn't even know that he was a funeral director until the podcast, actually. Um, but it's good to see what people do outside of Wrigley Field because they're human and they have lives. Uh, so that podcast was based about just sharing their stories. Uh, and we had a lot of good feedback from some of the fans as well that came by and say, wow, I did not know that my usher, who's been there for 14 years, uh, lives all the way in Wisconsin and drives to Wrigley Field every day. So it's pretty cool to see people uh, come out of their shell and talk about what they do in their personal life on their personal time. And, and, and again, you guys got to put up with a lot. You know, some people feel entitled to certain things. Some people get the beer muscles going. And, and like you said, everybody there just is really a good hearted person. And, and when they're asking fans to do something, usually all they're doing is just their job. What they've been told, here are the rules, here are how you handle certain situations. Yeah. So and, and I think that's that's the cool thing about uh, the podcast, because, uh, you know, you get to see people um, in, the, in a personal light. And, and, you know, and once you learn about people and you become educated about people and different things, you tend to have a better appreciation for what's going on around you. Uh, one of the most unique stories that I've heard is, uh, you know, one of our staff members who lives in who lives in Massachusetts and actually flies in uh, for a week of games, flies back home. And like I, I would have never known that somebody lives in Massachusetts, but works for the Cubs uh, without the podcast. So you get to hear those kind of unique stories. 
And, and what I've known over the years is that you guys are like a family, right? It, yeah. It's really like a bond between the employees at Wrigley Field and, and everybody kind of helping out and, and, and just you enjoy each other's company is what I see when I, when I interacted. I remember, I don't know if it was in COVID or right after maybe 2021, still during that time period. But, I, you know, a couple of us came on to talk to, you know, talk to the employees about our experiences and how much we love all the workers at Wrigley Field that do make it such a magical place. Yeah, you know, it started because of the, you know, the, the pandemic took our season away and most of our staff went a whole year without seeing anybody at all. Uh, so we decided to do a virtual type of uh, event that was during the convention weekend. Uh, we had uh, many, many people on. Julian Green came on. Uh, our managers, our bosses came on. Um, uh, Mark Pryor, uh, Kerry Wood, Ryan Dempster, Kyle Swober, uh all came on. And that's actually how the podcast actually started, because we all came together not to discuss work, uh, but to enjoy each other's company and talk about our personal lives and what was going on during COVID. And from there, we just kept it going. And voila, there's a podcast about it. And so let me ask you, Frank, as you sit there and you kind of reflect, what are your favorite things about the job? If somebody was kind of saying like, man, I'm thinking about working at Wrigley Field, what would you say are the things that you've enjoyed most about what you've done working at Wrigley Field? I've got to say the first thing you said it is that the family atmosphere, the people uh, in Chicago, we're one of the only remaining that I know of uh, play sports that hire their own staff like family. We're not like outsourced out at all. Uh, and because of that, it's like going to school. The school year begins. The school year ends. There's some. There's winter break, and you come back. Uh, we go to each other's funerals and each other's weddings, and we're in each other's weddings, and go to our kids' graduations and things like that. So I think the family atmosphere uh, makes it unique, um, and the culture and the tradition that goes on. You know, our, our we started with Andy Frame back in the day and uh, moved over to the in-house, and some of those same traditions from back then we still do today. That's great. And, and for you personally, what are some things that can be frustrating about the job? Because everybody has jobs where they, there's good and bad. Well, what's for you is kind of one of the frustrating things that kind of goes on that you got to deal with sometimes. You know, it's funny because, you know, and again, this is me talking as Frank, not as a employee of the, of the Cubs, but um, I've learned not to take things personally. Uh, I did it in the beginning when I was younger. Uh, you know, I've had, you, and you've seen me in action in the, bleach, in the bleachers, but I really learned to think to not to take things personally anymore. Uh, so nothing really gets to me. Uh, I think I think all of us in general just wish, you know, if, if everybody just respected each other and, you know, treated each other with respect, uh, we, we would all get along very well. But I got to say, you know, 99 percent of the time uh, it's a smooth, even day uh, for us. And most Cup fans are, you know, I think that, you know, it's not a cliche, but I think, you know, some of the best in the world because we know that we're in the friendly confines. I love it when a fan uh, somebody is new, comes in and wants to do something wrong, and another fan stops them and says, hey, we don't do the wave here, or, <laughs> or we don't do this here, um, and they work with us to keep the, the place safe. I love that about it. Uh, yeah, very, very much so, man, when you talk about the because I've seen that, you know, I know my tie guy is a guy that, you know, Bleacher Jeff, guys like that will sit there, hey, like, that's not cool. Hey, batter in the box, sit on down, don't lean on the you know, just trying to kind of help out and just say, hey, there, there's just, like, rules, you know what I mean? Like, if you would come into somebody's house, how you want to respect it, how it should be treated. And, and again, you know, the other thing you mentioned about that family atmosphere, like one of my first things I do opening day, when I go to Wrigley's, I go up that concourse and I see Mikey, who's my usher, who's been my usher for, I don't know how long and just give him a big hug. And, 
And, and, and I think when you're a season ticket holder, you do create those bonds. So you get your beer vendors, you got your ushers, you know, you talk to your security guys if you're in the bleachers. You know, those type of things, it creates a bond between the employees and the fans. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. I was in London, a uh, great experience, uh, a couple of week, last week as it was, and I saw several season ticket holders. Now, I wasn't in uniform. I was in my street clothes, but they recognized, you know, Frank from Wrigley Field, and it was cool to be able to take pictures with them and things like that, you know, interactions. Uh, I don't know how that played out on the St. Louis Cardinal side. But I got to <laughs> tell you, on the Cubs side, when I walked around that stadium and Cub fans and team ticket holders recognized me, they made a point come and stop and say hi, say hi to Jordan, take a picture with us. Uh, and that just goes to show you, by the way, Cub fans travel very well, even internationally. Just to oh. let, let's go on now. <laughs> we heard that go Cubs go loud and clear from yes. London. Now, yes. another thing that's cool about you is that you also kind of get to work in other sports. You get to work for the Bears. And this is going to make some people jealous when I say this, but you, I was, you know, we follow each other on Facebook and on other mm -hmm. social media. You were at the Taylor Swift concerts and you walked away impressed. Yes, I was not a Swifty. Maybe one now. Uh, the, the concert was amazing. Um, I got to tell you, wa watching grown uh, people, especially women, grown women, come to the gate, out to the gate, scanning their ticket and just start crying and bawling. Cannot believe that they made it to see Taylor Swift. That was impressive to me. I've just, I've just never experienced, other than the World Series, every really feel when they were coming in. I just never experienced grown people just breaking down and crying. I cannot when their ticket wasn't uh, when it wasn't fake. It was real, and they they made it in. Just the tears flowing. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, so I, I was I'm really impressed with that. Now, Frank, you brought up the World Series, and uh, I know a lot of employees got rings. Yes. Were you, what when you found out about employees getting rings? How, what 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 did they when you got to see those? What kind of clicked in your head? Uh, I can't believe this is my life. Um, <laughs> and again, this is me talking personally, not as an employee. But, um, you know, I, I had been there when it was in the 90s, when we were maybe getting, you know, 10,000 fans and 15,000 fans. And so and um, it was always just known that, you know, we were never going to make, you know, the World Series back then. Uh, and to know all the people that had worked for the Cubs who are no longer there or no longer with us um, physically, uh, it was just emotional to know that, you know, we made it to this point. Um, I, I just think I'll never forget. And do you have a ring yourself? Yes. Uh, matter of fact, the day I got it, uh, my church wanted to see it. And I took it to church. And there was a lot after church, there was a line of people at my church <laughs> trying on the ring and taking photos. I think I was at church for an hour after the service. because They were just in line to take pictures with the World Series ring. And, 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 you know, here's what I'm talking as a fan here. The Ricketts didn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they, they didn't have to get everybody rings and stuff like that. And, and that just kind of goes to show you, you know, I, I know some people get mad. Oh, the, the payroll's not high enough. Oh, the beer prices are too, uh, you know, they, they do a lot of things too for the fans and for their employees that I think kind of sometimes people just kind of look at the negative sometimes and not the positive. Yeah, and, and again, speaking, I'm representing myself here, but the, the, the Cubs organization has done a lot for me when I was in need outside of Wrigley Field. Uh, they pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm, I'm, this situation is going on, and uh, I, we got you. We'll take care of you. So uh, even as a, um, a person who's not working on the clock, who's in need, uh, the Cubs have done it, or as an organization, have done 
uh, exceedingly abundantly, more than I can even ask for. Um, and I will always be grateful for that. I will, I will, I have to ask you though, you, is that there has to be times where you guys dread certain days and I'm just going to think, I'm going to throw this out here because you know, I love my bobbleheads, but especially I remember 2017, 2018, there was just bobblehead madness where they were lining up early and people were struggling to get them. Do you got, you know, do some of the employees kind of just go, Oh God, bobblehead day. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, so I got honestly for me, I, I will say that for me personally, uh, Beanie Baby Day back in the day was worse. I thought um, just for me personally, I was younger then, but uh, I know they were police on horses and things like that. Um, I, think that I mean, just from, again, from a personal aspect and people that come on the podcast and talk about um, things, we've sort of we're sort of immune to Bobblehead Day now. I don't you know, we, we enjoy it. Um, uh, people have gotten know used to it now and i'm, I'm not sure what the, the craze is you know plateaued out or not but uh from a personal uh, my personal feelings about it is i mean i think we're pretty much immune to it now and i think that you guys have done a good job of adjusting to the cup snakes and that whole situation uh so yeah i can't really get into that but i will say that <laughs> i will say that uh again you know uh, we try to be respectful and we ask for respect back as you know personally because we you know we, we have families and lives outside of Bigfield. Um, but again, you know, uh, you know, respect is the key and every aspect of life. Yeah. You guys have been able to adjust to that situation because when it first came out, it was kind of crazy, but now you guys, guys kind of got rules and everyone respects them. I did. Well, I will say this when I was in London, I did see cup snakes in London. So I was actually observing, um, how their staff handled it. Um, and it was, it was cool. To, I wouldn't say cool. It was interesting, interesting to see cup snakes in London. Uh, I didn't expect to say that at all, but they, they that, were there. That's how it started. It started in England. I want to say in England in soccer games and stuff like that. And then it got brought over here. So, you know, it, it, it is crazy, but tell me a little bit more about the upcoming uh, season. What do, what do you, what are your plans for the mistaken identity podcast and what do you kind of plan on doing for this season? Yeah. So, you know, it, you know, like in, in the past, we did a lot of with the, with players and we've had actually none players. We've had like Sherry Shepard has been on, um, on our pod wrestlers, Mick Foley, uh, we've had on our podcast. And I think so for season three, we really want to look uh, more at about uh, the different uh, hobbies that our employees have, like who are chefs and who do things that you may not have expected that they do. Uh, also sharing some interesting stories. Uh, like you would not believe that one of our staff members actually went into labor on the terrace level or the mezzanine level that really <laughs> feel. So sharing some of those stories that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Um, sharing some of those things in a personal life of our staff is like our focus for season three. Well, I, I can't wait, Frank, to tune in. And, and where can our listeners uh, find out more information about the podcast and about yourself and following you on Twitter? Yeah, so we're on all uh, podcast platforms. You can search for Mistaken Identity Beyond the Ballpark, uh, or you can find us on Twitter at Podcast Mistaken or on Facebook at Mistaken Identity Media, as well as on Instagram. And wherever you, you stream your podcast from, you'd be able to get it as well. And, and you can subscribe, and it's great. Frank, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day, jumping on here. And I guess from somebody that, you know, has been going to games for, you know, boy, we're talking over 40-some years now. Again, from, from myself and I know many other Cub fans, we just want to thank you and everybody that works at Wrigley Field for all the tremendous work that you do. Because, again, without the employees, um, it, it's not as friendly of a confines. You get my saying? 
Yes, and uh, thank you as well for always being supportive of everything we do. Matter of fact, when people tune into our podcast, the intro, they'll hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, hey, man, it, 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 I love it. You guys are the best. I thank you, Frank, and I'll see you at the ballpark. Yes, thank you very much.